I think a better idea is, is to sit down with somebody that can, you know, be a little more realistic in, in the assumptions and work with you, do something that's a little more personalized. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. Lee, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about 401k mistakes, which is a great episode to go back on. And I know we talked a little bit about financial statements and some things that you might not see on there. So I thought it was a good idea if we actually just spent a little more time on financial statements because we all get them uh, constantly a lot of times. And I don't know how many people are actually paying close attention to them. Yeah, probably not because I, I think they inundate us with a little bit too much information in those statements sometimes. And I think people get confused lots of times on what's important for me to look at and what I don't really need to to dig into as much as other things. So, yeah, we'll break down some of the things that I think uh, are important to, on today's show. Yeah, so if you need a little help kind of understanding what you need to be looking for, what's important, just understanding all everything that's in there, we're going to go through some of the, the key parts of a financial statement and just kind of help you get a better grasp on each one of those. How else is uh, everything in the office, Lee, as we kind of close out the year? Yeah, we're good. We're just doing some, uh, you know, we only in December, we don't have a lot of client meetings. People are busy. We did we did do a, a client activity, cake day, a couple of, uh, actually last week and nice. a couple of weeks before Christmas. And it was a great, a great time just to have our clients come in the office and hang out for a little bit, do a little reception. So we use a lot of December for planning for next year, laying out sort of our our schedule of, of value ads that we send to our clients and sort of some planning things that we'll focus on. So yeah, so a, a good time to, to relax and then recharge and get geared up for next year. Yeah, no, cake day is always a big day. Do you, remind me, do you actually make all the cakes or your yeah, family so, make them? Yes, no, no. I, I, I'm not a cake maker. I'm a cake. I'm a cake eater. Now we've got one of our clients, Miss Robin, who, man, she she would come into our office for a review meeting, and she would always bring us a, a pound cake, and it's just the best cake in the world. And yeah. so last year, I said, "How many of these things can you make?" Because uh, I know she makes them for a little small store where she lives, and um, she said, "I could probably do fifty. So last year. You know, we provided cakes to any of any of our clients who wanted them. We had she did about fifty cakes last year. This year she did sixty seven. Wow! Um, and they they are so good, Ben. They're they're fantastic. That is awesome. Uh, well, hopefully Miss Robin will uh, save a couple for us on the show at some point. But it sounds amazing. I'm glad. To, yes, I'm glad you're yep. able to do that every year. It's a great new tradition you started. Yep, it is. All right, let's jump into uh, today's conversation. Again, we'll have a mailbag question coming up a little bit later as well, so stay tuned for that. But, you know, we want to talk as we kind of start the new year when this episode comes out that you're probably getting a lot of financial statements. Either you've been getting them over the last month or maybe someone will be coming in now. And you probably maybe just wonder, what, am I sh- what should I be paying attention to? Or is it important that I look through these different statements from a 401k, IRA, other accounts that you might have? So let's break down some of this, Lee. Let's start with income projection. I know sometimes you'll have that income projection on there about what you're going to need in retirement. But how reliable is that? Yeah, th- these things, Ben, that they're not very accurate. A lot of times I look at them and think, where in the world did they get this information? And I think typically all they're doing is using just a 
social security estimate really based on nothing more than than what your current salary may be at, at the place that you're working now. And, and most of the time, they have no way of knowing what your social security earnings history is. So it's not going to be very accurate. I mean, I, it may be close, but when you're planning for your retirement income, you don't want to be close. You don't want to guess. You want to have that sort of buttoned up. And I think the other thing that they show lots of times on the, you know, the income projection is based on what the they think the value of your 401k is going to be in the future. And, and this is never going to be accurate. And and honestly, it's it's really hard to project exactly what your income from a retirement account is going to be, especially if it's you know, two, three, four years into the future. And I can't project that either because the market is the one thing that we have no clue how it's going to do. So they probably just put in some type of uh, average. Um, they're, they're also really probably assuming that you're going to take out the maximum amount that you can take. So they'll just use whatever withdrawal rate that they are, their company tells them that they can they can put out there, uh, but it's not going to be specific to what you actually need. So they're just making, again, a couple of assumptions. They're making a return assumption that's, you know, it really always seems to be seven, eight, nine percent per year. And I just think that's way too optimistic to use in some type of planning tool. Uh, when we're doing this, being in our office, we're we're putting in a a, a return of three, three, four percent. I want to be very, very conservative in that. Um, again, all these retirement calculators have their flaws because, man, the crystal ball doesn't work. We we don't know what the future holds. So I would just be a little bit leery of the income projections that are on your 401k statement. I think a better idea is, is to sit down with somebody that can, you know, be a little more realistic in, in the assumptions and work with you and do something that's a little more personalized. Right. All right. Let's. Uh, what about the asset allocation summary? I, I, I know. I think I can just envision the pie chart on these statements that have a bunch of different slices, all different colors. And you know, if you, I guess you might think, oh, the more slices I have, the maybe the more diversified I am. But how many? How much do people actually truly understand what they're looking at with those uh, allocations? Yeah, I, I like a good pie chart too. Um, but if if you're like most people, you really don't know what it means. Um, and and those pie charts can can vary on your statement. You you could have a, a chart that just shows your overall mix of, of equities versus bonds or, or fixed income or cash. Or it, it maybe it'll show the name of the actual funds that you're invested in by percentage. And, and I've, I've seen that one on there before. And then sometimes they'll show another one that's got things broken down even a little bit deeper. Maybe it goes into you know, large cap or small cap uh, internationals, or maybe maybe even by, you know, by sectors and, you know, show healthcare or technology and all those kind of things. And I think sometimes companies will put those charts on there just because they look pretty cool, pretty flashy. And I've even tried to do some of this in Excel in the past using pivot tables and all those kind of things. But at the end of the day, I, I don't know, you know, my 15, 16 years of experience, I just don't think people pay too much attention to this. Um, you know, when, when they allocate, like I said on a previous show, they'll just pick their investments by the latest performance numbers. Um, and that's that's what they're going to look at going forward. Is it count up or is it down? Um, and unfortunately, Ben, you know, the statement is really what a lot of people think that retirement planning is. Mm-hmm. And 
And I have to sort of retrain people on what's important in retirement. It's not always about that account. The account's important, of course, and you want your money to grow, but you got to look beyond the statement because there's way, way, way more that goes into having a successful retirement that can last, you know, as long as you do. Right. I mean, it's a quick snapshot of where you stand, I guess, but there's so much more uh, to dig into to make sure you're actually on track and in the right direction. So it's a good point. Um, what yeah. about fees? This is kind of what I was referring to. We talked about fees a little bit on the 401k mistake show that you know, not oftentimes you're going to see every, every fee and cost listed on your statement. Yeah. A lot, like I said on that episode, a lot of times you have to dig deep to see fees inside of a 401k account. Sometimes you, you might not even see them. Um, and other times I'll, you know, if somebody comes in and they have a statement from XYZ firm, I, I won't name the, the firm that, you know, they'll say, Hey, you know, I, I pay $50 or $75 a year in a statement fee. And that's all I'm paying. Um, the truth is they are paying fees. They, they just don't know it. Um, you know, again, I, I'll reference the 60 minutes episode, uh, that I talked a little bit about on the last episode, they sort of dug into this mysterious world of 401k fees. Um, again, they can range from, you know, just all over the board. Um, but remember if, if, you know, whether you got a high fee, a low fee, or you don't see anything, you are paying a fee, but um, you just you just may not see it. Um, and just remember, like like I said, you for what you're probably paying in in a hidden fee on your four hundred one k or or something like that, you could probably hire a professional to give you some some professional advice and some guidance. Remember, no, nobody's doing this for free. There are no uh, financial planning charities, so to speak. Right. So yeah, just, you know, if you've got a 401k and you'd like to know what the, the fees are, you can go onto the website and you're going to have to get some type, uh, you'll have to dig deep, do a little research. At some point they will have to, to disclose that to you, but it, you got to dig, dig deep to find it. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart. And you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. Right. Well, let's talk about digging deep. Let's go. Let's talk disclosures and fine print. This is one of the reasons why I, I'm quick to uh, discard my financial statements if it's not something I'm that's really relevant to me in the moment. It's just so much to sort through. So, what are some things we might be missing if we're not paying attention to this? Disclosures, fine print, all those kind of things. It, it, you're, you're right, Ben. These are the kind of things that make you look at it and just go, "Oh gosh, I'm going to shred this." Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's anything specific that uh, the average person is going to miss if they ignore all of that. Um, but I, I know there's some language in there that, that would disclose 
that the 401k company is not allowed to give specific planning advice. Um, I don't know where it is in your plan, but it's in there somewhere. And if you can't find it and you want to figure out if they can give you advice, call them up and ask them when you should claim your social security. And then at that point, that person on the other end of the phone is probably going to read that disclosure to you. <laughs> that's the, that's probably the easiest way to yeah. find it. But, you know, to, Honestly, being disclosures, they're they're there for a reason. They're there not only to protect you, but they're also there to protect the 401k company and your company, the company that you work with. And so, um, and, and I would say kind of my final, one of the final points there, don't forget that, you know, one of the primary beneficiaries of a disclosure, you know, of any disclosures or fine print uh, is lawyers, you know, somebody has to write this stuff and, um, lawyers get paid handsomely to do that. We, we've, we hire a, um, I've got a compliance firm that I work with to put together my disclosures and, and all the fine print on the things that we send out. And, and it, it's not cheap. I pay them thousands of dollars a year to print things and fine print that most people don't read, but it's sort of, it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, I know another thing you're not going to find on your financial statements is what you're going to be paying in taxes down the road. Um, that's something that you got to be prepared for. And I know that you help people with that as they, you know, are working with these different accounts throughout their working career and into retirement. And you have a, a few, uh, a little bit of guidance for them in your ticking tax time bomb book. Yeah. So, so in, in 2022, I had more people do tax planning than I did in 2021 and nice. 21. It was more than 2020. More people are, are on, you know, they taxes are on the radar, more conversions last year. I will do more conversions this year in the, in the, in the new year, 2023. And I think that trend is going to continue because people see how our government spends money and how it's completely out of control. So, so the, the diffuse book, it, the, you know, the, Seven Steps to Diffusing uh, the IRS Ticking Tax Time Bomb. Uh, it's a book we did to help people be better prepared. And if you want a copy of that, just text the word DIFFUSE to 478-475-2050. Uh, give us your name and uh, a shipping address, and we will mail that to you free of charge. Any other um, financial statement items you'd point out, Lee, or, or, or want to hit on before we close out the discussion? You know, I think people will look at one of the, really one of the main things that people look at is their their account balance. You know, they're, they're going to look at the beginning balance versus the ending balance and see if they made money this month or they lost money this month. Mm -hmm. Generally speaking, that's where people zoom in on on a statement. Um, many times they will list your transactions if there was reallocations and they had to buy and sell. They'll that'll be in there, uh, but most of the times people aren't really paying too much attention to that. They want to know what their their rate of return is. And so that's usually clearly stated on the statement. Uh, but I would tell you maybe one thing to double check always is your, is your beneficiaries. I mean, for every client that we have, we do a beneficiary review. Um, and we just want to make sure that you've got the right person, person getting your money if something should happen to you. So uh, not only... Should you look at the balance, whether you made money, lost money, make sure you got your beneficiaries updated. You don't want an ex-spouse uh, getting something that your new spouse may be entitled to. So check out those beneficiaries. Very good advice for sure. Well, if you have questions about your financial statements, uh, want to follow up on anything we talked about today, 
please start with talkwithlee.com. That'll get you on Lee's schedule. Easy, easiest way to schedule a meeting with J.L. Perkins Wealth Management. But if you want to call the office, you can also do that at 478 254 3550. All right, let's go. Uh, one mailbag question for you today, Lee. It came in from Frank. He is right here in Macon. It says, I'm already retired and had planned on my wife working another three years because she's younger than me, not because I'm a tyrant. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> but we just found out that we're about to be grandparents for the first time. So she wants to retire this year to help take care of the baby. How do I convince her that this is a bad idea? Man, we've gotten. A lot of questions on the show before, and I'm usually pretty eager to answer. I, I'm going to stay away from this one, Frank. You, you're trying to get me in the middle of a what sounds like could be an argument um, because I don't know if it's a bad idea or not. I would tell you I do see a lot of people do this, um, and they, you know, especially if this is the first grandchild. Man, there's people say that this is just the most fun thing in the world, but. Now, I, I, I'm not going to tell you, uh, give you advice that you should convince her that it's a bad idea because it might be a great idea and it might be a blessing for you. So y'all might just have to talk through this one, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I like the I'll stay out of this. Tiptoed around that one. That was well played. Exactly. Yeah. Good question, though, Frank. And uh, I know it's a, a situation a lot of people are in. So they just enjoy that baby, though. Congratulations on becoming grandparents. All right, let's close out this episode of My Retirement Clarity, Lee. I uh, hope everyone has a a great year. I know we're looking forward to maybe some a return to a little, maybe a little normalcy and, and maybe the market calming down a little bit, hopefully. But either way, we'll be here to help you out, provide guidance and education along the way. And again, if you have any questions, talkwithlee.com is the website to get on Lee's schedule. And you can find every podcast at myretirementclarity.com. All right, Lee, take care. Enjoy that pound cake and we will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks a lot, Ben. Take care. Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com. And this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody is not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.